Good evening, America, and welcome to another edition of World's Greatest American. Uh, today, I am joined by my basically new co-host at this point, Mr. Jacob Biggs. Can't get rid of me now. Yeah, he's always here. Uh, we have two newcomers. Very excited to have them on the podcast. We have a Mr. Nicholas Bradshaw. Ow, ow! And a Jimmy... And I'm going to butcher your last name, so you, why don't you do it? Szynski. Szynski. <laughs> I could have done it. I could have done it for you. <laughs> Love a good butchering. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do that to you. I want you to come back. I want you to come back on the pod. Um, depending on how you vote. We'll see how you vote, and then uh, we'll, we'll get the ball rolling. I mean, on, last time your heart was broken. I know. Uh, Cody Walls, who was not able to make it tonight and potentially could be a uh, tiebreaker phone call later in the game. Um he will not be here to betray me and vote for George Bush over M. Night Shyamalan. Did you guys really accost a sleeping woman on your last episode? We did. That did happen. That was my... That sleeping woman was my wife. <laughs> and by sleeping... worse. She was, was she in a tired, deep sleep. Was she tired or inebriated? <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. Alright, we are going to start the game tonight. Why don't we go ahead and start with uh, my man, man, Jacob Biggs. He's got a notepad full of questions. He's ready to go. I never fail with my notepad Let's Let's go. You do fail to bring it home, but you don't <laughs> fail to write it down. Alright, All right. Jacob, well, what you got? I'm going to start off strong and say, who's the most likely to take a fall for the drug bust that you and your friends just experienced? Okay. More likely to take a fall. Or a drug bust. Right, so they're gonna pin it. They're gonna yeah. put it on one person. <clears throat> like the drugs were mine. Yeah, right? he's gonna step up for it. This yeah. person is okay. gonna step up and take the blame for your misdoing. Yes. Okay. Uh, so now we go to our right, which is Nick Bradshaw. Uh, can you give me two numbers, one through thirty-two? Okay, I'm gonna say twenty-seven. Okay. And five. We have <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh God, herself, yes. and Keegan Michael Key. Of Key and Peel fame. Who is more likely to take the hit for your drug bust? I feel it, man. I feel it's SMG all the way. Sarah Michelle Geller. Why? She not only was Buffy, and, you know, we can talk about that all day. Some heroism must have baked in there at some point. Yeah. But I cannot see Keegan Michael Key do it under any circumstances. I feel like he'd be really good at getting out of that. Sure. I don't feel like yeah. he's going to be the guy that says, yeah, those are mine, whereas Sarah Michelle Gellar would put on a brave face and be like... Do you think that would be an episode of Buffy, where she like takes a drug bust because it, I don't know, means I'm damning for some vampire I'm not convinced somehow. that's not an episode of season four, because that's pretty much <laughs> yeah, where season get... four was for me. That's like, true. If we had another college year of like, yeah, we had beer bad, so why not? Drugs <laughs> are mine, <laughs> you know? Uh, Could it be a Keen Peel Get somehow? That's hard to say that. Keegan Michael Key. Which one is he? Is he the tall He's one? He's the tall the one who doesn't make the horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He doesn't make the horror movies. He does not make the horror movies. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, That's Jordan Peele. Yeah, I mean, in real life, couldn't envision it in a Key and Peele skit. They could work it out. Yeah, but this is yeah. real life, and this is also <laughs> for the newcomers. Who's going down for the drug bust? Uh, I mean... Is pretty racist. <laughs> I mean, that's a good. Are we in America or not? That is a good say, like, qualifier. Are they I mean, intentionally taking the dog? Oh, I think the yeah the intention. Oh, he is, he's gonna jump in front of the yes. bus for, for yes. everyone else. For, the for your oh, she would do that. She's that type right. of person. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was the intention. I, Half I, the show is her putting herself in harm's way unnecessarily for other That's people. true. Is Sarah Michelle Gellar like that? Does anyone know? Yeah, I, I follow mean, her on Instagram. So, you know? And 
Does she stop she, a lot of drug busts? Does she uh, or take the bullet? Like, you know, uh, well, like in all seriousness, um, which which is her friend who is, um, she? Oh God, I'm thinking of two different actresses. One is Selma Blair. Okay. Yeah, and the other is who is the oldest sister on Charmed in the beginning? Do we know? I have about? no idea. Uh, you lost me. I lost me. Selma Blair. Okay. Yeah, so, um, I'm blanking. Both of those friends are ill in some way, and she's very kind and helpful to them. Okay, that's all I, I need to hear. Uh, yeah, that's kind. all I'll say about it without saying something wrong. Okay, <laughs> kind, yeah. Okay. Very this kind lady. A lot of fact-checking happening yeah. on this podcast. So, please. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but he, but but also I feel like he's a total homie, too, and he would, like, do anything for his... Family. I think he would do it for... Like, like if he... If, like, like, if he not for me. I, yeah, oh, I don't no, know if he would no, do it not for, for me. me. I mean, but would she for you, though? I mean... I like to think so. I like this. I like so. it. See, we're the I don't so. I, I'm here for that. I'll stand by that one. That is. My wife's on the phone on this one. Put that on. Um, <laughs> and keep in mind, just all, yeah. Also, for the uh, newcomers, there are 32 Americans, so we don't need to spend exorbitant amounts of time. So right. Question, oh, okay. Let's so. keep going. Keep going. So let's prioritize. Going. So I'm gonna vote for Sarah Michelle Geller. Same. Seems like we have a three and a half. Wait, no, I'm, not, I'm sorry, Jim, I'm a key, I'm a key guy. All right, that's fair, that's fair. Um, but he lost, so he is <laughs> off the list. Keegan Michael Key, you're not the world's greatest American. Moving on to the next question, Mr. Nicholas Bradshaw, could you please come up with a superlative question that combats two Americans against each other? Okay, I'm I'm basing mine off my letterbox in reverse because I'm really bad at coming up with questions. Oh, that's great. Spontaneously, do that. So. Um, who would be more likely to cover up an ecological crime? Okay. That is my thing. Based on Jurassic World Dominion. Sure. Like, they committed a bad crime, it got out of hand, and they're going to cover it I up. I like that idea, though, looking at past movies. That's what I'm going to do for this, because it's a lot easier than me saying, who would order anchovies on pizza? <laughs> sure. Okay. Who would cover up an ecological crime? They committed they, they did it themselves. Yes. Okay. okay, they're a bad person. Um, In a Marvel movie. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, 1 through 31. Two numbers. Two and five. We have Jennifer Garner and a repeat return of Sarah Michelle Geller. Sometimes, Ooh, sometimes that happens. Okay. An ecological crime? Yes. They committed a crime. Ooh, they committed an ecological how crime. How would it help her Who's the first one? <laughs> who was the first one? Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Oh, God, who is she? She is uh, Elektra from the 2004 Daredevil so, movie. She's alias, isn't she? She's also alias. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She's so seedy. My wife she always plays someone like, well, good, but seedy. Or she deals with seedy things. She, I am curious. I mean, in no, real life. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is America's sweetheart at this point. <laughs> well, well, we, we have painted that picture. That. We have painted I, that picture. Does Jennifer Garner have, like makeup line or something because I can she end- does all I know about her is Ben Affleck she's- cheated on her and she was very much like the okay. injured well, let me party well, I, think I already have the logic on this one okay. Okay. I'm going to totally interrupt you okay <laughs> the 95% of all um, makeup products in the world are made from fish products okay if so facto we're already polluting the ocean but we're also mo- and then I think it's like something like 60% of all fish that comes to us is not sustainably farmed Ipso facto, she's fucking killing the environment. Ipso facto, she's creating an ecological disaster right now. Wow. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah, no, that's all I needed. Uh, Can we take a vote? Yeah. I'd like to applaud you first. That's the most statistics you've ever had. Yeah, you filibustered. You filibustered right now. Uh, Jennifer Garner votes. Seems like it is unanimous. 100%. 
I can also safely say I've never used the phrase ipso facto, and I have to go look it up and incorporate <laughs> it in my vocabulary. Well, so, wait, are these supposed to be questions that lead us to believe these people are good people? It does not, no, okay. it does not have to be. To the, well, it is a superlative question. So yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller, for the record, has been yeah. eliminated because yeah. she lost the cover-up of the pollution. Well, I'm glad she lost. Okay. <laughs> we did paint her in quite a light. Yes, we did. Um, Jimmy, would you like to present us with a question? Uh, which person would you rather have during an alien invasion? Mm. Like, to survive? To survive. Okay. Uh, and Jacob, I need 1 through 30 from you. Can I do... Twelve and twenty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's not Jacob. <laughs> it's all Sarah Michelle. Ted Nugent <laughs> and Neil Gaiman. Who's Neil Gaiman? Neil Gaiman wrote the Eternals comic along with yeah. Neverwhere uh, and Coraline, uh, Sandman, Sandman. Sandman, or Good Omens. Yes, Good Omens. <sighs> comic book graphic novelist. Yeah, is basically the. Way to I, I got to so excited for the game I forgot the first guy. You said. Ted Nugent. And Ted Nugent. The guitar playing. Oh yeah, I know uh, Ted Nugent. Anti-vaxxer, yeah. gun-toting. I mean, rock star. The, like Neil Gaiman isn't going to be protecting you right. from alien. No way. <laughs> if you're running away from the city into like the backwoods country, yeah. you want to show the old man with the shotgun behind the door. I got Ted Nugent. Here. Yeah. You yeah. know, you want to bring us in. I feel right. like Ted Nugent's an asset. Ted Nugent would definitely I mean, try to well, murder the It's Ted Nugent, like probably poorer company, but it's yeah, he's exactly. help you live. He's not yeah. as fun to listen You're to. not going to have sex uh, with Ted <laughs> willingly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Boys night. Um, but, uh, <laughs> hashtag but, boys night. That is the hashtag <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> but um, but uh, I think, I think. well, also, I just want to ask if anyone's ever seen his hunting TV show. Does he have a hunting TV show? Yeah, it's spectacular. It's called <laughs> Call of the Wild. And it's really just Ted going around and shooting it's random farmers. It's actually called Call of the Wild? Yeah. He yeah. took the <laughs> title from the Jack London book and made it his TV show. That sounds like something Ted Nugent would It's spot on. That's yeah. pretty but on the, But the funny thing is, is like, you know, it's mostly him sneaking up on things and it's super quiet, right? But then... But then it'll like cut to commercial break, break, but every commercial break has like a rock song, so it's like. <laughs> then it goes. Dah, 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 dah. <laughs> and it just like slams to like a guitar solo, and then it's like. Then you get like a deodorant commercial. Anyways, I used to watch it with my dad when I was a kid. Uh, I, I'm convinced. I'm voting for Ted. Anyone else want to vote for Neil Gaiman? Neil also, Gaiman? Neil Gaiman is. Oh, well, automatic disqualifier. This is that the world's guy, greatest even, American. Can't even, can't even like win a war. Disqualified. 95% well, he lost anyway. Ted Nugent is American AF. So we won't have to worry about disqualifying him <laughs> yeah. for that that exact reason. Um, moving on to a question by me. I'm going to steal uh, Nick's strategy of looking at my letterbox diary to come up with questions. I had such good intentions yeah. with my letterbox and... Here we are. And you just, you haven't really used it. But I had my okay. sister up here for a week and, like, I must have talked to, about Letterboxd to her, like, twice a day, all five days. Like, do you work for them or something? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm just, I'm <laughs> what is that? I just really what like is it. Letterboxd. It's, it's like this movie diary website. It's like uh, social media for movie lovers. So you log your review, you log your favorite movies. And oh, that's cool. It's yeah. a whole idea. So that's great. So it's like a social have... Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Social Tomatoes. Social Tomatoes. Okay, you get Karate Kid, four and a half stars. I love Karate Kid. Karate Kid is a good movie. Yeah. Great. <laughs> the next question is, 
Who would you rather play Superman in the next live-action Superman film? Oh, I like that. One through 29, uh, Nick. 26 and 2. We have Jennifer Garner again, or Carrie Fisher. Either way, this is going to be a unique take on the Man of Steel. <laughs> well, dare we say... Oh, I also want to note that these people are in their prime. Yes. Okay. That is... That oh, is, Carrie Fisher in her prime. Absolute right yeah. In their Carrie prime. Fisher. Do we even have to fucking There's talk more? Like, God. Like, well, actually, we should talk well, more. Well, <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Garner is an alias. She's... Bit, I do think Carrie Fisher, you know, is a more... Let's never guy. stop anybody. I mean, like, I, I think in terms of, like... A lot of it's in the jaw for Superman. That's too. fair. <laughs> you don't necessarily need a good actor to play Superman. Yeah. That's true. Look yeah. at look at the past yeah. three of them. Exactly. <laughs> and the, it's not like everything you do as an actor has to be everything. Like I think Henry Cavill's a fantastic Superman. He's sure. also a, a fantastic in The Witcher. Yeah. yeah. And those are two very different things. I feel like yes. Carrie Fisher could absolutely lean into like world on her shoulders savior type. Yeah. I, I mean, she's she's won me over in Star Wars. And Jennifer Garner has only been Electra, and she wasn't very good at it. And an eco-terrorist, as we uh, Yes. <laughs> but Electra doesn't even have powers, so... She beat up all powers. those sandbags. <laughs> she killed those sandbags. <laughs> what what happened with the sandbags? In uh, Daredevil 2003, There's a lot of penetration. Or 2004. Are you familiar with the Ben Affleck Daredevil Yeah, movie? I saw it when I was a kid, like, ten times. Yeah, so there's the fight montage scene where they play Bring Me to Life by Evanescence and she's she's cutting hey! sandbags and throwing daggers at the sandbags so she practices yes on <laughs> and she eventually stabs Daredevil and dies because of it she stabbed her one ally um any votes for Jennifer Garner it sounds like we're leaning toward Carrie Fisher yeah Carrie Fisher all the way I always watch that movie hell yeah alright Jennifer Garner you're yeah, an eco-terrorist and not the world's greatest American uh, moving on to the next question brought to you by Jacob Biggs, the man with the notebook. Alright. Who is most likely to get a face hugger tattooed on their knee? Like the xenomorph? <laughs> oh, you actually have a yeah, face hugger. Jimmy, for the record, for the audio uh, listeners, Jimmy has a xenomorph <laughs> face hugger tattoo on his knee. It's That's pretty, pretty badass. That's fucking sick. Yes, it is. guys. <laughs> we can be friends after this episode if you'd like. Uh, I need two numbers, one through 28, Jimmy. One and 28. Billy Joe Armstrong, the lead singer and songwriter of Green Day, or Dakota Fanning from Zombieland? Uh, it's got to be oh, Billy Joe. Billy Joe I mean, has I so many tattoos. Dakota Fanning was not in Zombieland. That's oh, Abigail Breslin. Oh shit! You're right. I confused them. Yes, yes. the other the yeah. yeah, yeah. She was yeah. ten. She's ten. What else is she in? She was no. That's the. Is she in anything good? I confused. Let's be honest. Abigail Breslin and Dakota Fanning. Or the worlds with Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. And I haven't seen that since it came out though. Fair. I think but what else voice? is she in? Is she like one of those people who's just famous for being she, hot? She right did now? the voice for Coraline. Megan, Megan she's Fox. in Ocean's Eight. She's in all the Twilight mo- or some of the Twilight movies. Who saw Ocean's Eight? Uh, like I've watched it again. I watched it. Oh, you watched it again. I love the Ocean's movies. Dude. Me too. I think yeah. they're I think they're underrated. They're very comforting almost. Well, they're rated, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> it's a different podcast. Now we're now we're just drunk talking about movies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go go go. All right, all right. Votes for all right. I mean, I'm just Billy Joe Armstrong has so many. Yeah, tattoos. Billy Joe yeah, already has a tattoo. It's probably it's, already it's, true. It's it's be, yeah, he probably already has a face hugger tattoo. Any anyone want to defend Dakota Fanning before I eliminate her? I mean. 
For honor or what? <laughs> uh, the, for the vote. I mean, she, no, she, if you look at a picture of like older Dakota Fanning, you get this sort of like sunken eyed, strung out look, and that could be from the drugs. Or it could be from just watching the Alien series over I and genuinely over. don't think she has seen any of the Alien movies. Dakota Fanning? Yeah. You don't know her like. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I don't. But I, I would I would be willing to bet. Just saying. Her, her sunken eyes could be from too much media. And that media could be Alien. You're describing her like it's like Steve Buscemi eyes. And yeah. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> no, it probably isn't. Yeah. Like being, you know uh, what's exactly. funny is when they try to make Steve Buscemi look uglier? <laughs> it's somehow like they're like, oh, he's had a rough night. He's been drinking all night. Like on Atlantic City or whatever the hell. Uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, Boardwalk Empire or whatever, yeah. And uh, and they would be like, try to make him look rough, but it was almost no different from a normal Steve Buscemi in the 90s. Exactly. All right. Uh, okay, Dakota Fanning, you're not the world's greatest American. Moving on to the next question, Mr. Nicholas. How, how many rounds do we do? We we get yeah, we're at, we have twenty seven Americans left. We we go until they're all gone. Oh, until yeah. there's one left. Ah. Yes. All right. Who is more likely to save a wayward teen from beating being beat up by four other teens who know karate? <laughs> Specifically karate. I've never, never, right, never so imagine where It's not judo, it's just karate. So they right. see this wayward team getting attacked by four other teams, yeah. and they're like, you know what? I'm going to intervene. Okay. 11 and 12. Okay. Right. Uh, Ted Nugent or J.D. Vance? Oh, God. My wife, my cat ate our. It's okay, you can say it on the podcast. Krispies. <laughs> our, our marijuana crispies. Your marijuana crispies? Um, Send me breakfast here. J.D. Vance is an American conservative commentator, politician, venture capitalist, and author. He's best known for his memoir, Hillbilly Elegy. Okay. So we know. Oh, is, it, is, is that the was that the Amy Adams movie? Is that uh, right? Also the first, yes, that's the terrible yeah, Amy yeah, Adams movie. Okay. Also, uh, the Newsweek article just popped up. J.D. Vance faces blowback for You've Been Had tweet on women and their careers. Oh, boy. So? I don't think that guy's necessarily stepping in for the wayward teens. Probably not. Well, I don't know. He might, like, conservatives like beating up people for no reason. Okay. So, if they want to be, Fair. you know. <laughs> well, it's like, that's why I would vote for Ted Nugent. Because, like, oh, no, Ted Nugent. Like, I will for sure. He's, he's crazy. hunting these teams. Yeah, absolutely. I, I immediately <laughs> vote for Ted Nugent. Yeah. But I, I can see the other guys are, uh, side of things. Uh, so, are we going for Ted Nugent? Does anyone want to defend this other guy we just found out about right now? He's going to have a hard time defending him. No, more Nugent. More Nugent. Nugent progresses. J.D. Vance, you are not the world's greatest American. Stick to Twitter. Uh, moving on to the next question. Uh, and Mr. Uh, Jimmy had to uh, take a step out for a phone call, so I guess I will field his question for the moment. Um, which I will consult my letterbox, which I already came up with one. Who is more likely, out of these two people, more likely to eat they're presented with the same amount of food okay who could eat more i'm thinking of like the at the beginning of seven which is not the movie i'm referencing for my letterbox the guy who eats too much and his stomach explodes who is more likely to do that two yeah for they know they're gonna survive okay they they have medics on standby but to win the billion dollars they need to eat until their stomach explodes i can see that all right 
Who of these two Americans? I don't think it would be worth a billion dollars. Just saying. A well, billion dollars? One of these guys has to think so. <laughs> Dude, yeah, a billion dollars. Think, I mean, with a B, Jacob. Yeah, but what are the repercussions of your stomach? You have medics on standby. I get a cyber You just stomach. get it sewed up. You, you have a weird, irregular eating schedule for a month. Then you're back to normal. But you I get a billion dollars. I want to know who these A Americans billion's are. a lot. I might reconsider. <laughs> that is a lot. It's I feel like you do it for a million. You could retire with a million if you wanted. It's not this crazy. day and age. <laughs> well, you'd have to leave Charlottesville. You'd have to go move out to Floyd Fest and just have a permanent tent. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. You should eat until your stomach explodes, but you might not be on the docket right now. All right. So. We didn't submit my name. Bezos? We have uh, 1 through 26, Nicholas. All right. Um. 12 and 14. Henry Ford. Okay. Or L. Ron Hubbard, the oh, creator man. of Scientology. This is a, that's a good matchup, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't imagine all the things that the, sci- the Church of Scientology could do with a billion dollars. Yeah. Boys, I think I got a hand. That's a, yeah, that's do okay. thing. You got to do the thing. Well, this casting is like a, a nightmare. We will have you on the next She's one. She's on sir. the emergency bit. On the phone with the emergency mm-hmm. bit. I'll just be there. I'll, 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 I'll be on the next one. Okay. Thanks yeah. We'll yeah. see you then. Have a good, nice to meet have you. A good night, guys. Yeah. Nice to meet you. See you, man. All right. And then there were three, which is uh, advantageous for yeah. uh, tiebreakers, but we are sad to see Jimmy go. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, his cat ate a weed brownie or whatever. I do need to pause because he has. Just for some context, he has three. You don't have to pause the pod. I'm not pausing. I'm not. I'm just looking. I'm making sure that we're still going. But pause. I mean, he has three cats. They have paws, Uh and they are hairless cats. Okay. So these hairless cats are high as fuck, (laughs) potentially having to go to the emergency vet. I'm wondering if all three of them ate the marijuana. Yeah. Or if just one, and the other two are like. He's tripping me up. So I guess we'll get the context next time. That is a first next time. That is a first for the podcast. Yeah. Um, moving on to. I'm gonna say Henry Ford, for that vote. I think so as well. He just. I feel like he's gonna work harder for that money. You know what I mean? Do you think? Yeah, I don't think L. Ron Hubbard need has like this burning desire to. Maybe another, maybe a Scientologist would. I don't know that he, yeah, he has came all up with that on like a whim. Yeah, exactly. But gonna, also, yeah. okay, medics on standby yeah. during the time of your prime, yep. Henry Ford's medics are shit comparatively. Mm-hmm. Well, medic, it's the it's a universal medic. Like, they're ready. It's not like I'm they are saying, paying for the medic. I don't feel good about me as Henry Ford oh. going, oh... Well, it's like the 1920s. No, no, no. They are, I'm cool with this. They are transported from their prime to whatever... Scenario. Yes, whatever yes. scenario. And the scenario, in this case, would probably be happening in modern day. But you day. came up with the question. Is I it did, modern but... Day? It, I say it's modern day, but you should be as specific as possible beforehand so there's sure. no... Sure. No, I was just wondering if you wanted to... I, I, I assumed, under my vision of this question, that... He was teleported to modern day in his prime. Contemporary okay. medics. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, he doesn't have to worry about the medicine of the 30s or whenever he was alive. Mm. Um, I, well, I just think he's just one of those, you know, people who grabbed life by the bootstraps and it was an industrialist. I don't know what he wouldn't do for a billion dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, think of all the hard work he did when he could have done all that and made a billion in a day. Yeah. 
Like, you did a lot of harder work to get there. If he's guaranteed to survive, I, I mean, I can't see yeah. him not doing it. That's my I, I, I like that. I would that wasn't part of the clause. Guaranteed to survive? Mm-hmm. Well, just has a medic on standby. Yeah. Your stomach is just, you just has to get sort of back together. And I did say you'd have an irregular eating schedule for a month, <laughs> and then you'd be back to normal. I sort of um, feel like whatever Scientology did mm-hmm. it would be sort of just like out there enough to be just as willing to do it. I think he'd do it for a point, not well, for money. But also, I mean, you know, if his whole idea is like the Church of Scientology is destined to create the social reform and save the world and all this nonsense. Yeah. Um, how dedicated to the cause might he be? And I think that pairs up just as much to the whole like industrialist argument with Henry Ford. It's fair. I guess it's kind of like... And I think that like that dude's about to go more left than Henry Ford was. It's fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, valid point. I... Just based on my sole opinion, I am leaning toward Henry Ford just as he's, you know, the built, he built his, built his empire kind of deal. And I feel like if he had the opportunity to do less work and build that same empire, he would take that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we can vote. Let's vote. Votes for L. Ron Hubbard. One. (laughs) (laughs) Guess who that was? Guess who They'll never know. L. Ron Hubbard, you're not the world's greatest American. Womp. Sorry. You guys didn't even bother to vote. We we knew when you were you were <laughs> defeated. Okay. Uh, moving on to the next question, which who came up with that one was that? That, that was you. So, okay. yeah. so it's yours. Who is more likely to apply for a job and get hired for that job as an undertaker? Mm. You're not talking about like WWE Undertaker, right? No, I'm talking about we just played Blood on the Clock Tower, and that's why I was in my brain. Undertaker, as in, be be specific with this job. The the duties responsible for this job. Not a coroner, but like an Undertaker, right? Yeah, like transporting the body. Okay. Right. Does he dig the the graves? Or is Gravedigger a different job? I think it's a different job. I think think that's that's a cemetery job. Different job. Okay. Uh, What does an Undertaker do? That's a great question. Define Undertaker. It's like takes the bodies, prepares them for the funeral, embalming and stuff like that. A person whose business is preparing dead bodies for burial or cremation and making arrangements for a funeral. Okay. So there's some organizational skills here as well. Yeah. Yep. That's a factor. It's not it's definitely not the most morbid element oh, of sure. like dead body handling. True. And then I but it says preparing dead bodies does that mean that you're like if they're uh, um if they're in a mess of accident are you responsible for making them look pretty again if it's like an oh yeah cast i think situation? that's an undertaker it actually is probably the most gruesome part of being um associated with funerals then okay. yeah so gruesome and organizational yeah that's what i'm going with mm-hmm. all right one through 25 are the numbers and that's you Nick. okay six and 16 Morgan Freeman or Vince McMahon, who I believe is the owner of WWE. That's correct. Yes. Good Undertaker question. <laughs> yeah. Solid. Uh, so, Morgan Freeman as an Undertaker. How do we feel? So apply and get hired. 
That's the criteria, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Morgan Freeman. I want him right. taking care of my body. <laughs> sure. He, <laughs> he yeah, seems he, like a stand-up guy. Yeah. I trust him with my corpse. Yeah, I feel like he can get his hands dirty, and then, like, yeah, I want that guy calling me on the phone, like, yes, your funeral is going to be at 4 o'clock. <laughs> well, I assume you're at that point. You can't have the, well, the phone call. But you can't thing. operate on your body. I would be definitely more. Yeah, he doesn't have to be your undertaker. He could just be, like, An you undertaker. know, you might have to... I'm sorry, I would like him to call one's phone and say, oh yes, this is the time of the funeral. Um, I would not want Vince McMahon calling me for any reason. <laughs> or right. touching my body dead or alive. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Anyone <laughs> anyone want to vote for Vince McMahon? I think Nick Arnett. No chance. Well. Yeah, alright. Uh, Morgan Freeman, you proceed. Woo. Uh, moving on to the next question by uh, Nicholas Bradshaw. Okay. Who would be more likely... To spend 20 years in the desert watching over a child from afar that he feels That's responsible Star Wars, for. Okay. I like the, yeah. Nick's, Nick's turn is also a movie guessing. <laughs> I mean, I have a notebook. He has a letterbox. Like, who it's, else? It's we are not the same. <laughs> no, but yeah. Uh, 20 we... years in the desert watching over a kid he feels responsible for from afar. <laughs> it's so specific, but I think it it'll make for a good very question. Very specific. Okay. 1 through 24, Jacob. One and nine. Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day fame. Okay. Or Edgar Allan Poe. I mean. I Edgar Allan Poe, I feel like, is a loner who... I, just based on his readings, I have no idea what this guy is like at yeah. all. I've never met bit, him. But, well, I've been in the same room as Billy Joe Armstrong before, but I've never met this guy. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe seems like a loner kind of like he would not give a fuck about watching some other kid and also i feel like he wouldn't thrive in the desert yeah billy joe lives in california which is basically the desert i am going to put my vote in for edgar Allan poe for the same reasons that he is a loner and i think we would get some of his best shit out of that cave i think he would write some awesome no but that's not it's not who would write better in a cave Uh, it's who's gonna watch over this kid no but he just because he has like dark literature and might be considered a loner based on that doesn't mean that he couldn't be sentimental and also feel responsible for this kid as you phrased it so I just do i expect it. him to be in the desert that's a little questionable <laughs> yeah. that man is pale yeah but um i think that he he would probably be able to occupy himself mm-hmm. a whole lot better for 20 years than billy joe Arm- joel armstrong Joe. Joe? See, I Billy Joel Armstrong. <laughs> Billy Joel Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, change that. <laughs> um, see, here we are. And I think that he, honestly, he would be more likely to stick that out yeah. than Billy Joe Armstrong. I disagree for the same reasons. I think Billy Joe thrives in the desert because he lives in California. He also has two sons who he loves dearly. Uh, has a lovely wife who's high, uh, high school sweetheart. They met when they were young. Probably has a face hugger tattoo on his knee. He probably, they very well might. And I bet a kid that he's trying to sponsor in the desert thinks that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, Edgar Allan Poe, just the vibe I get from that man Not is... Not a child watching no. in a good way vibe? No, yeah, it's like... He's malicious. He wrote all these horror what? novels. I mean, he did marry his 14-year-old cousin, but that's... Is that true? That is true. What? Also, this <laughs> is fun fact, Edgar Allan Poe did die mysteriously on an election day, uh, and while the rest of his family kind of died of consumption, like so many people in his family died of consumption, yeah. he died of rabies. 
technically that's what the Undertaker said on the day. <laughs> that's what Morgan Freeman some told Some people think that it was like election mob enforcers. They said like, hey, you got to vote for this guy. That's why he was found in clothes that weren't his own and also sort of beat. Really, you know a lot about it. I remember an eighth grade class or two about it, but yeah, I submitted that. So, Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, um, yeah, marrying his fourteen-year-old cousin is kind of sketch and turning look, me off to the idea of him just watching for the record, a child. Literally writing a research paper right now about child marriage in the United States still happens. Yep. Still common. I know. A lot of states don't even have a minimum floor for how old your kid has to be to get geez. married. Sure, but we probably shouldn't vote for these people in this game. Well, he them. didn't specify why the kid is that your Alan Poe American. Yes, he yes. is a famously American. Uh, he is the inventor of the mystery story, and he was the only, well, maybe not the only, he was the main dude doing gothic literature in the time of romancing. So, like, while Mary Shelley and all them were doing shit across the pond, he was here rocking it, you okay. know? Yeah. Um, you want to, I have other fun facts about American I mean, we can literature. start a Poe podcast. No, no, I don't have that much a information. A podcast. We'll do it in the heart of Can I say here. one little, like, Washington Irving story? Shh. Is that okay, Washington, Who's well, Washington Irving? He wrote Sleepy Hollow, so he's an oh, American, okay. yeah, American yeah. writer. Yeah. Um, Mary Shelley. Yeah. Was Frankenstein. Right. She was married to Percy Blythe Shelley. Uh, okay. Famously, like, lost her virginity on her mom's grave to him. So that's Famously? All. Famously, yes. Uh, she was in America after he died, and she was proposed to by Washington Irving, the dude that wrote Sleepy Hollow, uh-huh. and she said to him, after being married to one genius, I could only ever be married to another, and declined his proposal, which I think is just wow. fabulous that's way of turning <laughs> someone down. That's pretty metal. Anyway, that's uh, a different podcast. I think you and me might get along as yeah. far as literary <laughs> stuff goes. Uh, Alright, I'm going to vote for Billy Joe Armstrong, but it seems like I'm... I'm going to vote for Poe. Alright, yep. Poe, oh, bro. Poe, Poe, Poe. Except, <laughs> Except for the bad That's stuff. Except for the bad stuff. That's all this list. Ted Nugent, Vince McMahon. Oh, my God. Hey, I mean, Morgan Freeman's still kicking it. Yes. And we've also voted off some good guys, but, yes. you know, you know, Jennifer Garner is an eco-terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Uh, next question. Brought to you. Oh, got to consult my letterbox. You courtesy you of Nick. I've added no pre-planning. Right. No pre-plan. Yeah, Nick has it ready to go. I'm also like running a computer and a board game and or a, a podcast. I, I know we just played a board game, but this is different. Blood on the Clock Tower. Get it now, wherever you get it. Yes, I guess. we are <laughs> the official podcast of Blood on the Clock Tower. Probably not. If actually. we shout them out enough, maybe they'll sponsor us. Send we us are all extra... wearing capes, just for the record. Send us an extra demon token because we didn't know we had one earlier. <laughs> it says the imp, not the demon. What is this? Yeah. Um, okay. My question is, who would you rather, uh, have join you, your, your wife is murdered, and who would you rather have join you on a trip to avenge her death? Okay. Road on trip. Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. one through 23, Jacob. Uh, 23 and 19. 23 and 19. Uh, Tina Fey or Jack Kirby, co-creator of Marvel Comics. Neither of these seem <laughs> seem suitable to avenge my wife's death. I'm going to pick Jack Kirby. I'll tell you why. Okay, please. Um, Jack Kirby is kind of who the thing is based on in terms of... It's clobbering time? That's pretty much that guy. There's, there's a story that I've told people that is true about Jack Kirby that is not true. So I... Th- um, wait, what did I just say? 
There's a story I've told people thinking it was true. That is not true about Jack Kirby. But I'll tell you now because the kind of guy that he was. Okay. Right? Um, he's a very gruff Jewish comic book creator. Okay. Uh, there's a story about somebody complaining that there weren't enough white people in the Black Panther comic. So he responds by putting a ton of more white people in the next Black Panther comic, but they're all Klansmen, which I think uh-huh. is just the kind of guy Jack Kirby is. That's not a true story, but that is representative of who I think Jack Kirby is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, but you know that's not a true yes, story. Yes, I have looked it up and felt bad about telling people it. That's <laughs> true. Well, so. I mean, thank you for confirming. I mean, Tina Fey, I don't trust to show. I mean, for comedic purposes. Yeah, it'd be a great movie. Uh, pretty punchy. Mm-hmm. Jack Kirby. Uh, I, based Jack on that story that didn't happen that you told me, yeah. I kind of want to vote for him. I think he might be a veteran too, but I'm not Oh, sure. see, if that's... that's uh, I want to look, look at... You can confirm, but I'm going to look Let's at... Let's confirm that Did one. Jack Kirby serve? We should that. confirm. I mean, everyone that age did, right? There was a draft. True. They, like, had to. <laughs> yep, there was no <laughs> that draft dodging. That was literally everybody in America. It was, it was I funny. mean, it is... He's a definitely a creative type because he co-created Marvel Comics, but... After serving in the European theater in World War II, Kirby Theater. Which is basically, like... I think that's a, the theater of war. Like, he was in... On the European the theater front. theater of war. Yeah, nice that's what I, <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of it. European Theater of Operations, United States Army... I yeah. thought you were about to say European theater of opera. And no. I was like, in warfare, a theater is an area in which important military events occur. Votes for Tina Fey. Seems like it's unanimously Jack Kirby. Jack, Jack, Jack. Moving on to the next question, Mr. Jacob Biggs. I wasn't prepared. I gotta open well, my notebook. You gotta open your notebook. Here's your notebook app. Battle. All right. Who's the most likely to replace most deaths in the hip-hop group Blackstar? Okay. So you have Talib Kweli and insert other American here. Okay. <laughs> that might be my roommate coming in the door. It was a little terrifying. Yeah, I mean, or maybe it's the pizza guy's back. He can join the pod. Yeah, he could. Um, Alright, we need two. Uh... Numbers one through twenty-two. Friend of the show, David Pelican, just walked through the door. Hi, David. Hello. He's waving. Uh, sorry. What were the numbers? Oh, it's my turn. Yes, it is your. Uh, nine and two. Macho Man Randy Savage or Dax Shepard? Okay. Who's Dax Shepard? The fake Zach Braff. Uh, he's married to Christian Bell. Bell. He has a podcast. He's an actor. He's mm. in, uh, let's look him up. Zathura? Is he Zathura? Oh, he's in Zathura? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Technically a Jumanji movie, by the way. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah I've not seen it. It has, I, I, I did look but it up. I, it's, I, it's like they sell them in combo packs and they like yeah. say it's an undisclosed sequel to Jumanji yeah. or somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, that doesn't make any it's sense. It's not been the, the factor that's kept uh, me yeah, from watching yeah. it. Okay, uh, yes, he has looked up Dak Shepard, knows who it is. Um, so. Who's replacing most stuff? Dak Shepard or... Macho Man Randy Savage. God, I know who I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know that it's going to be most likely. I don't know, both... I think, I'm just going to say Randy Savage just for the sake of... You know how wrestlers kind of just have these second weird careers kind of deal. And like, uh, who's the actor or the musician turned actor? Who's in, uh, shit, that metal band? Ice-T or 
Is it Ice-T? I think it is Ice-T. Uh-huh. You see or not? Christopher Lee was in a metal band. Sure. That's yeah, also, I'm just saying. That's yeah, no, true. that's also... Charlemagne, I, I think it was. Yeah, I, I like... I just think they're a bit more versatile. than Dax Shepard is, like, you know, the whitest... I don't know much about say, the whitest. Like, guy. not that I know I, much about either of them, but Dax Shepard strikes me as more of, a, like, able to capitalize on intellectual pursuits than Randy Savage. I can see that. Sure. I, and knowing nothing about Macho Man Randy Savage, <laughs> I feel like hip-hop would not be his bag for <laughs> a lot of reasons that are terrible. Yeah, I maybe Dax Shepard surprises us. I yeah. can't envision he knows how to rap. Right. Wait, who? Dax Shepard. Does Macho Man know how to rap? I, I would be more surprised. Like, I am shocked that The Rock became Black Adam, that kind of deal. Okay. That surprised me. Okay. So I feel like, uh, going in, neither of these people seem like suitable candidates, I will say. Yeah. Who is more likely to surprise me at being successful? I'm going to go with Macho Man Randy Savage. Man, I have no... I am going to say Dak Shepard for this one. Okay. You're a shepherd head. Uh, in... I'm a shepherd, yes. <laughs> so, I'm not whatever Macho Man's fans are. Yeah. yeah, just based on the fact that even, like, I, I don't think that Randy Savage had to even fucking perform serious lines. Yeah. Like, I'm going with I'm going with Dax Shepard here. Okay. Okay. Okay, Dax. Right. Dax. Dax. Macho Man Randy Savage, you're not the world's greatest American. The Dax attack. Dax attack. All right. Oh, that was my turn. Now it is okay. your turn. I hadn't thought about it. Uh, all right who would be most likely to uh steal millions of dollars from a brazilian drug dealer is this fast five it is fast five. oh That's all right my sister Merritt came up and i showed her like five of the ten fast and furious movies five of them wow yeah, it was great it was wow. a great time um Okay, two numbers, Jacob. Don't worry, guys, I got my white claw. Oh, thank Woo! God. Official claw of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon flavor. Uh, 1 through 21. Well, what's uh, L for Roman numerals? 50? <laughs> Damn it. Um, I'm going to go with 15 and 4. We have Chris Farley or... Max Bemis, the lead singer of Say Anything. I'm so happy that Max Bemis is on this pod. I forgot the question. What is it? Who's more likely to steal millions of dollars from a Brazilian drug dealer? Chris Farley. I'm sorry, I was Chris Farley. Yes. Yeah, Chris Farley. Max. Ooh. I don't know Chris... anything about Max Bemis. I do know Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Would be way funnier if he did it. Yes, and I've seen. I mean. Nothing that moves. He has the physical capability to. Oh, yeah. No, he, he would do a line of cocaine and he would do whatever he's trying to achieve yeah. very well. I think, I mean, if I had to pin the wilder, more risky person, it's probably Chris Farley. Yeah. What do you say about Max Bemis? I don't know anything about Max Bemis. Oh, I mean, he. I mean, he wrote uh, Alive with the Glory of Love. Great song. Great song. I love the first. <laughs> probably three say anything albums that have fallen off a little bit since then okay but um a lot of like self-deprecating music yeah that also makes you feel somewhat positive but also okay. angsty and it's just who we are um 
I don't. I think Chris Farley is definitely gonna be. They probably both had a fair amount of, uh, <laughs> you know, drug stints, but yes. Chris Farley, I think he's the one to go do something crazy on one of these yeah, drug centers. Like, yeah, and Chris Max Farley Venus does. going to stay in his house and fair reflect enough. on how is fat that he is. Song you mentioned. This is such a broad question. I can't really <laughs> answer. Is that song you mentioned in Scrubs? Because I'm pretty sure. Uh, it is. Possibly. Okay, I'll have to look it up. Separately. You guys know what this song is about? Uh, let, well, tell the fans what you're doing here, Air German. Yeah, because I was thinking about the lead up to Alive with the Glory of Love. Oh. When uh, I. Oh, uh, 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 and then, you know, we go into. Like, Be careful, don't get copyright stuff. <laughs> Ooh, well, you know. It's yeah, I think you have 15 seconds before. Yeah, you have 15 seconds. So we're just going to do the thing that we already did. I have such an embarrassing story about this song, but that's another... <laughs> Why? Well, I, I mean, yeah. there's no better, better time than the present. Yeah. I think I was just like just watching Scrubs, and I was finding music, and that... What, was, what episode that is that? It's when I think he and Elliot are hooking up for the first time. I don't know if that's true. That's... So there... You can Google it. I'm sure it'll the come cr- up. Like, it's it's not, about his grandparents' I know. love I've during seen, the Holocaust. I've seen the music video, yeah, that's great. and I like it. Okay? Uh, but I was like, Mom, listen to this song. I was like 12. And, she, and then that first, like, uh, when I watched You Want to Do You, and, I was, and then my mom was like, that's cool. <laughs> She's being very nice to me. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I played, that is maybe, it's among my most played albums ever. It's a great song. It's a very good song. It's on Rock Band. Um, I karaoke'd it last time we were there. You did. You did. You sure did. Uh, anyway, yeah. can we vote for Chris think? Farley? Then? <laughs> I'll vote for Farley. Yeah, I vote for Farley. <laughs> Farley. Max Bemis, you're not the world's greatest American, despite us talking about you for three minutes. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next question. That is you, Nick. Okay. Wait, I just did the oh, did you, Sorry, you're right, you're right, you're right. One, yeah. That was Fast Five, you're right. Yes. This is me. <laughs> this is me and my diary. My letterbox diary. Okay. Um, okay. Who would you most likely... Alright, so you go to this person's house. Okay. You go to this person's house for dinner, for a dinner party. You're invited. <coughs> you're excited to go. You're with a whole bunch of other people. You go to the bathroom. Okay. You make a wrong turn, and you end up in a room uh, with a man in a cage in there. And he's been there for 20 years, and you ask him why, and he says, the guy has sought revenge on me. And that's all he says. Yeah. (laughs) Who is the host of this dinner party who is holding this man captive for 20 years? Okay. Wow. For reasons of revenge. 1 through 20. Uh, I... Right, Nick. Uh, two and three. Dak Shepard or Adam Sandler? <laughs> oh my god. Also, <laughs> uh, oh, Dak Shepard. I, I just can't picture Adam Sandler doing it. Uh, I mean, when I looked up Dak Shepard on Google, he's wearing a fedora. So. I know he's also very unlikely, but that's what I don't trust—the unlikeliness that it's <laughs> Dak Shepard. I, I have to vote for Adam Sandler because I don't want to vote for Dak Shepard. Like. I like his story. He got, like, um, 
I, he was on drugs for a couple of years, but he got clean and he's still clean. And now sure. Adam and his wife are doing like refrigerator ads or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm gonna vote for Adam Sandler just because what a late game twist for Adam Sandler to, to be, show up and well, combat Dak yeah. Shepard and to be a hostage taker for 20 years. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. I'm gonna vote for Dak Shepard. Jacob, Fair where are you at? You're the tiebreaker. Long pause, dead air. I guess but I was thinking I need more information and thought process, but really I'm just gonna go with Dak Shepard because hey. Alright. Adam Sandler, you're not the world's greatest Meet again. American. So Dak Shepard does proceed. So he does. you you win, Nick. You well, get to your boy sticks around another yay. round. But he's also a hostage. <laughs> yeah, we were building a narrative. <laughs> um next question, Jacob. You know? I can't even figure out how to look up my movie list on Letterboxd. <laughs> oh, you were going to do this? <laughs> I was yeah, you're the only one with questions prepared. I know, but, you know, I, I just write them all down and then I well, go... What is your phone on Letterboxd? I can pull it up for you. I've rated all two movies on there. Here we are. Oh, I don't think you're logged in. Oh, maybe that's why. <laughs> that is why. That is exactly why. Who is more likely oh, no. to describe yeah, their... Um, you ask them what they like to do. Okay. And... Their first and most prevalent hobby is cloud gazing. <laughs> so, who is the more likely cloud gazer? Yeah, yeah, they, it's like an active hobby. Prevalent hobby. Yeah. Okay, it's their passion. Mm-hmm. Okay. One through 19, Jacob. Uh, well, 11 and 3. John Wayne or Morgan Freeman? Ooh. I mean, what else Both? does John Wayne have go to with do? Freeman. Yeah. I... Yeah, I kind of feel Freeman as well. He just seems like a cloud, cloud guy. <laughs> I, I cloud want guy. to believe a softer side of John Wayne. I just yeah, it's I, not I, like I, I can't envision it. I, I just yeah. don't see. He spent most of his time in the bar, at the yeah. saloon. At the yes, and in the in the in the pictures, the talkies. <laughs> He's and in not, a lot of films. And not fighting in World War Two. He did. <laughs> he did not have a, enough time to look at clouds. He was in like four hundred movies. Do you know how much shit he got after? After and during World War Two, like from John Ford specifically for not fighting in World War Two, no. a lot, shit. a lot of <laughs> shit from yes. John Ford. We can talk about that another time, but like, yeah, he didn't go. So I wonder who, really like, how many other celebrities are draft dodgers? Well, there's... like Muhammad Ali, right? He didn't go. Right, I, and that I think was on like a better principle than John Wayne's. I'm, I'm talking about like World War Two. Like, there's a certain amount of Hollywood actors where it's like, yeah, we need you for propaganda, but I don't feel like that was the case with John Wayne as much. Fair. Where, but like I kind of, in short, I support Muhammad Ali. Not really support John Wayne. I gotta cl- clarify that by draft dodger, I don't use that term like as in the derogatory sure, way. Yeah. It's like sure, yeah. like, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He avoided the like draft. burn the draft yeah. card and all that stuff. But uh, cloud gazer, I'm gonna go with Morgan Freeman. I'm gonna also go with Morgan Freeman. I can be converted to Morgan Freeman. All right. You don't have to. You can live in. I mean, no, I've, John Wayne's out either way, whatever you do. Yeah, so. exactly. I've had, but You're on the winning team. I, I'm not going <laughs> to die on the John Wayne Hill. So okay. Fair enough. I'm not going to die on the John Wayne Hill. All right. Uh, moving on to the next question, brought to you by Nicholas Bradshaw. Here's his letterbox I up do. and ready to go. I'm trying to come up with a more creative one out of this. Like, Who is more likely to probably have prophetic dreams? Okay. That will help them locate a loved one. Prophetic 
Why is the loved one lost? <laughs> They've been kidnapped. Oh. They're in Dax Shepard's house. <laughs> <laughs> They're the cage man. No. Uh, it having, all comes together. Who's having dream visions? Is this Dune? It's Black Phone. Oh, shit. Yeah. I See, I couldn't come up with a Black Phone question. You amateur. Yeah, I know. You, you thought it yeah. was better than me. Okay, so... Who's more likely to have dream visions that help them find a loved one? Okay. One through 18, Jacob. Nine and four. Dolly Parton or Pat Monahan? Who's Pat Monahan? That is a question for Google. I feel like he's been on American Singer Songwriter. He's the lead singer of Train. That's oh. I mean, describe all those amazing Train lyrics. <laughs> they have to be prophetic. I'm actually kind of a fan. I love Dolly Parton, but... I, I can't envision her dreaming about, yeah. you know, saving people. I think, when I think of uh, Drops of Jupiter and... Um, Meet Virginia. No, I'm thinking of the... the hey, Soul Sister. Yes. They both mention dreams and brain and stuff like that. Do they? They do. I, hey, Soul Sister is like, um, it's like, I can smell you in my dream or something okay. like that. Sure, I'll buy it. And then... <laughs> but Hey, Soul Sister, are you saying that's... Uh, wait. Hey, Soul Sister, ain't, ain't that, that Mr. 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 on the radio? Yeah. That's Train? That's Train. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really. Where have you been? Well, I know the song... You didn't think it was Train? But I, I don't even fucking know who Train is, to be honest. <laughs> it's the person who wrote Drops of Jupiter. Well, no. Well, it's no. also a band. It's not one person. But it is Pat Monahan. Do you guys know who Mr. Mister is? Uh, not really. A little trivia for you. Okay. No. Well, it's a bit, very heavy trivia game today, as we've discovered. But what, yeah. who? Who's um, Mr. Mister? They, they wrote Mr. Sandman. Okay. Oh. Mr. Sandman, yeah. bring me a dream. Bum, 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 bum. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, it's like, ain't that... It's sort of a love song in a way, and it's yeah. like a reference to Mr. Mister. So I know that, but I don't know who wrote it. So here okay. we go. Right. Full circle. Train. Pat Monahan. Uh, I give it to Pat. Yeah. Wait. Um, who's the other one? Shit. Uh, uh, Dolly Parton. Love yeah. Dolly. Maybe not. A I'm, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going with Pat. Mm-hmm. He's just also kind of an oddball too. Sure. All right, Dolly Parton. You're not the world's greatest American. Sacrilege, but. You're not. Uh, Dak Shepard is better than you. He has oh one my question. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. Um, question brought to you by myself. Pulling up my letterbox diary. Um, most likely to... Who could go the longest without telling a lie? Okay. A lie of any kind, like a white lie, a fib, gotcha. like a big lie, mm-hmm. stretching the truth out. Who could tell the truth for the longest period of time? One through seventeen, Jacob. Two and eight. Dak Shepard or Henry Ford? All right, so I feel like <laughs> maybe the businessman aspect does fall into play here. Yes. They're like depends on what the stakes of the lie are. I feel like it's harder to be a hundred percent honest when you're running a business because you need to make a lot of people happy. And that's really when lies are born, when you're trying to appease several people mm-hmm. or yourself. You can either be appeasing yourself or you can be trying to tell people what they want to hear. But Dak Shepard kept somebody in his like like cage closet <laughs> for twenty years. That was Adam. So that's a lie by omission. Oh wait, no, you're right. Yeah, that was Dak Shepard. Adam Sandler lost. I just have no 
respect for the morality of any giant businessman, especially one from the early 19th I, century. I, I mean, 1900s. Because it's just, they don't have to go forever. It's just who could go the longest. And I definitely think Dak Shepard could outlast Henry Ford. Now, if it was for money, maybe Henry Ford could do it. Yeah, but it's but, not. Yeah. It's no. just for pride. I think Dak, I vote for Dak. Oh, yeah, I gotta vote for Dax too. I'll vote for Dak. All right. Uh, Henry Ford, you're not the world's greatest American. We are halfway through the game. 16 Woo! Americans remain. Let's go. Who is most likely to have a band or play in a band named the Intercourse Comrades? <laughs> I love it. Uh, come on, Ted Nugent. Uh, 1 through 16, Nick. Um, 8 and 16. Billy the Kid or Meg Ryan? Ooh. <laughs> and what's the name of the band again? The Intercourse, Intercourse Comrades. Billy the Kid, right? Oh, I think so, too. Billy the Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Over Meg Ryan? I mean, it's like a different way to say fuck buddies. So, it seems right. It's gotta be Billy the Kid. Yeah, I think so. I think that's like, he plays on a train with the rest of the band (laughs) as they pass by the gold. Yeah, that's what they (laughs) They're playing train. (laughs) They're a train cover band. (laughs) Now, I'd like to see Billy Kid and Meg Ryan in the same band as the Intercourse Well, that has not been proposed as a question. So, Meg Ryan, it sounds like you're not the world's greatest American. Wow. Moving on to the next question, brought to you by Nick. Sletterbox. Yeah. Okay. Right, Nick Sletterbox. Uh, all right. uh, <laughs> who is more likely to seek revenge on an entire city okay. for <laughs> being disenfranchised as an, yeah, as an orphan? <laughs> so they were orphaned and disenfranchised, and they are now taking revenge on, the on entire an entire city. That let it happen. Okay. Specifically, Thomas Wayne and all his band. <laughs> <laughs> One through fifteen, Jacob. I feel like you've asked me to choose about twelve times in a row, but yeah. no, I just nicked you the last one. Yeah. Ten and nine. <laughs> uh, Chris Farley or Stan Lee? Neither <coughs> of these people <coughs> seem hostile in any way. I I can't imagine Stan Lee taking revenge. On no, I would Stan only Lee. give it to Chris Farley because he yeah. did a lot of drugs, and I could yeah. maybe see. And He's I being radicalized. I mean, yeah, like, I wouldn't believe. It would also, maybe you'd do it comedically. Maybe yeah. you would take revenge yeah. on an entire city. For, it's been done. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey did it. I'd love to say, like, we keep associating Chris Farley's, like, presumed drug career with, sure. with crime. Like, <laughs> earlier, he stole some stuff. What did he steal? He stole and, money from a drug dealer. I don't know if that counts as And now terrible. he's taking revenge on an entire city. <laughs> but for a good reason. What that's going to look like. Yeah. It, it's he was disenfranchised. Yeah, he's definitely being painted in a negative light. Stan Lee wrote Sin. Wait, no, he didn't. Stan Lee wrote many Marvel Who, movies. Right. Who am I thinking of? Frank Miller. Frank Miller. Who is retractor. Stan Lee can do no wrong. Yeah, so. I agree. Gotta it's go. got to be Chris Farley. I mean, sure, he's he's coke out. Stan Lee, <laughs> you're not the world's greatest American. Chris Farley, the drug kingpin. America proceeds. does love coke, so it's fine. <laughs> it's true, especially in the '80s. Uh, next question, brought to you by me in my letterbox. Um, my question is more likely to defend Woody Allen oh my God. in a bar argument. Oof. A bargument. A bargument. <laughs> as it were. Yeah. As it were. One through 14, Nick. Okay. Uh, three and nine. Morgan Freeman or Chris Farley? <laughs> Gotta be Chris Farley, right? He's on cocaine. He, Maybe he just doesn't like people being criticized. In his hard. prime, I don't think Woody Allen's done anything bad yet, 
right? Well, now we're doing timelines. It's like <laughs> well, current Morgan Freeman versus. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Well, I, I what is what is Morgan Freeman's prime? I think we know what you mean by Woody Allen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think that we need to skate that far with the title. <laughs> I think Chris Farley would. I mean, I don't. I could also see Morgan Freeman defending, but like politely defending him as like a filmmaker and just yeah. being like separate the art from the artist. Yeah, this is a hard question. Yeah, yeah, this one's thought provoking. Um, Chris Farley, I think, would like do cocaine, break a beer bottle, and he, be like. Okay. If if Woody yeah, Allen yeah, was but being you said defending in an argument that, that's in a bar in a bar argument well yeah is Woody Allen the subject of the argument or is he a participant no he is the subject of the argument okay that I think is different yes because I don't I think Chris Farley would totally defend anybody who is being put upon in person sure but uh, if it's just the topic of the argument yeah I'll give it to Morgan Freeman too he'll find some sort of virtue there of some kind okay. Uh, Jacob, do you have a do you have a stance? Nothing that's not absolutely. I can see both ridiculous. I can so, see both of these. Kind of on the fence. Is that what this game not yeah, is? Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm guess I'm leaning more towards Chris Farley just because I picture him at a bar, like sure. getting avidly angry about his pal Woody <laughs> Allen being <laughs> crucified sure. by this group of people. Yeah, I, I do think of Morgan Freeman as very reserved. But, again, yes. it's hard to separate the actor from the person. So, um, more likely to get fired up in a bar enough to engage in the defense enough to, if he's not just, like, actively participating in this dialogue to, mm-hmm. like, actively defend somebody. Yeah. I think I go Chris Farley. I think I also go Chris Farley. Okay. Alright, so Morgan Freeman, sounds like you're not the world's greatest American. Probably. For failing to defend Woody Woody Allen. In a bargain. (laughs) Alright, moving on to the next question, Jacob Biggs. I pulled up your letterbox for you, you're not even using it. I don't think I logged into it. I did. I know. I logged. You're in. You're How in. Did you dude. log me in. You don't have my fingerprint. What the fuck? <laughs> you got in, dude. I came up with your whole list of movies. Go to the app. Phone well, said that Kane was trying to get on Letterbox and unlocked itself yeah. for you. It knew. It knows the context well, of the podcast. I do have a movie-related question. I just took out. My you can brain. use your. You should just use your notebook. Yeah, I just took out my brain. Yeah, well, so I'll, I'll, it is a movie-related question. Let's see if you guys can get it. Okay. Who's most likely? To have the primary hobby of faking their own death. Hmm. A primary. So, so they've, they've done like, it multiple, yeah, multiple that times. Their, that is the hobby. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, would anyone believe them at a certain point? Um, if they if they knew him if or her well, then oh, they're very good at it. But if they knew him or her well, they would not believe them. But if it was the first time, totally believe them. A talented and frequent death faker. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, 1 through 13. You can't name the movie, can you? I have no idea what you're Give talking. us a hint. Just a little hint. Like an actor or something. It has Bud Court in it. Bud Court? It's, very, it's like an old 1970s cult classic. Oh yeah, I know. I got nothing. It's not Easy Rider, is it? Nope. It's called Harold and Maude. Oh, I like Harold and Maude. What is he faking his death? Oh, oh yes! Because he's oh, right. yeah, yeah. See, when I think of faking your death, I think of like... I burned my house down for the insurance. Yeah, uh, I'm no, on a train. No, no. As opposed to just like, live, live. Like, yeah. okay, oh, Harold, get ready sorry. for school. 
I have a uh, brief Harold and Mod story I will tell right now that I've told on all my other podcasts, so I feel like it's only appropriate that it happens here. It's my favorite movie, so please. It's your favorite movie? Probably. Okay. It's right up there. Well, you should know that I hate that movie, but here's why. I like Cat Stevens. Here's, yeah, I do like Cat Stevens. Well, okay, so... It also, it also came up at my place of employment, what's better, The Graduate or Harold and Maude? Oh, that's a dumb question. I, I, it's easily The Graduate, I and it, so. it, that's insane that anyone would pick Harold and Maude, present company excluded. Sorry, Jacob. I do love The Graduate, yeah. So, I was, thir- I was 13, yeah. uh, and watching X2, X-Men United for the very first time. I got I got the fucking DVD and the Netflix sleeve like in the mail, ready to go. Oh, wow. X Men One was one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I, I was in love with the franchise, and I watched the entire Nightcrawler breaking into the White House scene. Yeah. And as a thirteen year old, that's the coolest fucking shit. Of course, you in do. the world. Yeah. Then my father comes upstairs. We have one TV with a DVD player attached to it, and he's like, "We're watching a movie that I want to do. It's you're younger than me. I have eminent domain, all that stuff." Sure. And he puts in Harold and Maude. And he's like, this Does is better. Does he cut off X-Men 2 in the He middle? cuts X-Men 2 right after the Nightcrawler Doesn't he scene. know that Nightcrawler is a Catholic? And he he a should, yeah. That, no, I mean, I, why I, did you say this to I, him? I, no, it wouldn't. Yeah. My father hates comic book movies. Okay, anyway. So he turned it off, and he's like, Harold and Maude's better. You'll enjoy it. I made it maybe halfway through, and then the old lady and the young man started making out, and it grossed me out. And... X2 is a much better movie than Harold and Maude, and I still stand Ooh, by that. Okay, now, we thought this was going to be a short tangent, but it's not. <laughs> That's the end of the tangent. Um, That's the end of his My father lied to me. It was the last time you watched the movie. When you were then, 13. When I was and 13. you watched the first 20 to 30 minutes? No, I watched half of it. When they start, they start okay, making okay, out. They yeah, don't. They don't. They don't bone until middle of the movie. Yeah, the the last shot is, uh, I am a big proponent of always finishing a movie. I had a friend who, like, he... I, I love Parasite, right? He sure. watched the first 30 minutes of Parasite and walked out of the theater because he I just didn't like it. And I don't understand well, that. Awesome. I mean, that movie's so good, I, I mean, don't understand but I don't it understand at any point. paying for a ticket and not finishing like, on No, streaming, I would never... That's different. Well, I didn't pay for like, it. Like, I love the very end of Harold It's just the beautiful thing about Harold and Maude is that it's all about uh, subverting societal yeah. expectations, right? So, it, she, it's, a, it's a beautiful film. There's so many not as good as X two X Men and wait, X two yeah with Nightcrawler not one of the best X Men films that is one of the top three that's what quote in Harold and Maude <laughs> beats Have you tried not being a mutant? <laughs> it's just a great line. You know I used to uh, break into the pet shops to liberate the canaries. Okay, that's pretty good. That's not better. Also, Cat Stevens not as good as Simon and Garfunkel. Graduate. You're fighting two different wars. I am. I brought up two different (laughs) arguments, and I stand by my side in both of them. We should proceed with this podcast. Did you ever think that you're not a canary? (laughs) It's not not as good as X2. Stop trying to make Harold and Maude happen. It is already objectively better, and it's not. I will die on that. (laughs) I I refuse. Uh, We'll start a movie podcast after all the people <laughs> listen to us talking about movies all night okay. um two numbers one through 13 i don't believe we've done numbers yet oh we're gonna go with one and two i thought we were starting to speed up the second half. we were and then we kind of just got on a tangent ben affleck or dax shepherd more likely to fake their own death harold and maude and fake their own death ben affleck dax shepherd Who's faking their death as a hobby? I feel like Ben Affleck would kind of want to do it for attention after the whole Jennifer Garner 
debacle and he was in the negative negative eye of the yeah. public or negativity of the public eye kind of deal it feels like a boho thing to do i'm gonna give it to Dak shepherd i don't think ben affleck's ever gonna like yeah, i'm with you it. i'm with you okay i can buy that argument all right sorry ben affleck sorry you cheated on your wife and now you're not the world's greatest american for a completely different reason <laughs> so uh, angry <laughs> yeah next question nick okay who is more likely to infiltrate a street racing gang to try oh, to stop... Fast and Furious. Well, yeah, I watched a lot of them. Okay. <laughs> infiltrate a street racing gang to stop a rash of highway truck robberies. Okay. Of DVD players. Yes. <laughs> but, and I'll leave it there. 1 through 12, Jacob. 11 and 7. Jake the Snake Roberts. I don't know who Do you guys is. know who Jake I'll tell you who Jake Okay, is. please. I did this for Kaylee, so I can put a lot more wrestlers. He's a wrestler, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Jake Snake Roberts, and I will not do him justice at all, would bring a real snake into the ring with him and wrestle That's with him. pretty I, sick. I, I, I mean, guarantee everyone should Google him. I mean, all wrestlers have their problems, but you can't beat a guy dragging <laughs> a snake to the ring in a like a burlap sack, and then part of the finishing move is like letting the snake attack the other person. So... <laughs> I think Jake the Snake's got to hit him. Who's the other guy? Uh, fuck. Uh, it was Chris Farley. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but Chris Farley, though. Chris Farley might grab a snake on drugs. I'm not saying who'd win in a fight. I'm saying I mean, who'd infiltrate the street. Chris Farley first. would snort coke off of the, the like, <laughs> the guess hits it's... of the people who are essentially racing them off. Yeah. And then he'd, like, run past the car he wouldn't even need to be in the car and then he'd probably still I'll come give it. I think they would I think they'd welcome him into the street racing game Chris, Chris Farley yeah, faster sure. than they did Brian O'Connor in the Fast and Furious movie. oh definitely yeah. they hated O'Connor I mean they'd say like how can he be so fast and so big at the same time so furious. Jake, I like the idea of the snake though. you gotta google Jake the snake later you gotta watch oh, yeah, the well, that's a different podcast like, yeah, that's our I, WWE I'll podcast for, I'll vote for Farley yeah I feel like yeah, he's sweeping. He's sweeping. He's sweeping. All right, moving on to the next question. A non Fast and Furious themed question brought to you by me. It's your choice. Yeah, that, that is up to me. Okay. Most likely to seduce you and steal your money. Or I guess your wallet, like your credit card, all all that I'm stuff. So not your not your life savings kind of deal. I'm so excited for ten years. Of- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More likely to, se- sedu- to seduce you to the point of stealing your credit okay. card. Basically, identity theft kind of deal. Yeah. One through eleven. Jacob. He has asked you last week. Sorry, I'm Nick. Nick, Nick I'm sorry. noticing it. You're you're one and you're one. No, I'm not one. No, no, no. I'm no, no you do right. it. You do it. I'm I'll, asking I'll you now. I'll choose one and nine. <laughs> Dak Shepard or Ernest Hemingway. It's got to be <laughs> laughter from the other room. Uh, seduce me to the point of stealing myself. Uh, it's got to be Dak Shepard, right? I mean. Oh no, Hemingway. You, oh. you would be attracted to Hemingway. There's like that's the most. What does he look man. like? Yeah, well, you can Google him for yourself there, but what have... he looks like according to his writing is the manliest man who ever manned, dude. The manliest man who. Yeah, ever but manned. I'm not. That's not gonna seduce <laughs> me. I feel like Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard. He's very effeminate. Well, yes. He's very soothing. Wow, he lived to 1961. I mm-hmm. thought he was older than that. Yeah, I'm not very physically attracted to him. I just think his confidence alone, that's that's where I'm at with I, Yeah, I mean, I, if that's all it takes. I'd do Ernest Hemingway over 
All right, I vote Dak Shepard, but it sounds like I am in the minority. Hemingway, Hemingway proceeds. Dak Shepard, you had a good run, but you put a man in a cage in your house, and I feel like it never, <laughs> we, we you never got away it. with. Yeah, you never yeah. got away from it. Plus, the Hemingway mustache. Like, how do you turn that down? A trip to the Florida Keys. Oh, uh, your credit card. <laughs> the Florida Keys yeah. as well. It's he has a, he has a house there. Visited the his Keys. house there. It's a museum now. Mm-hmm. Of of Hemingway stuff. Yeah, my it's dad like, used to live there. They just it. Very cool. Not in the house, but in the keys. He, yeah. They preserve his body in the cage that Dak Shepard. Okay, I just wanted to confirm we were talking about Hemingway or your dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hemingway. Next okay, question, okay. Jacob. Key West to be specific. Oh, yeah. Um, who is more likely to go? I'm gonna just call it ice hole swimming. You know, you you're mm-hmm. in, in you're in like an glacier, Arctic, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Arctic pond or whatever, and you, you have two swimming? holes. Cut two holes, and your goal is to get in one of the holes and swim under the ice to get out in the other hole. That sounds miserable. Like 20, let's say 20 yards away. That's a lot of yards, yeah. actually. Maybe 15. <laughs> okay. More likely to survive this? Or just do it as a race? More likely, more, let's, let's make them race. Okay. Sure. Who's more likely to, to win, win the ice, ice hole swimming, swimming race? <laughs> Okay, uh, one through ten. I'll take it. What, yeah, you go again. Uh, we'll let you go. Five and six. Billy the Kid or Chris Farley? Oh, well, <laughs> Billy the Kid. Yeah. No! Over Chris Farley? Uh, it depends on how choked up he is, I guess. Do you think Chris Farley can swim? I don't think... On cocaine? Absolutely. No. On, on See, cocaine, he can do anything. Whenever we envision this, I envision, that, like, Chris Farley physics from his movies, which is, like, he's moving so quick. Fast, yeah, exactly. Know. And Chris Farley in his prime is on cocaine. <laughs> Billy the Kid has never dealt with weather below 60 degrees. <laughs> he lives in the desert. I guess when I was thinking about it, I was sort of thinking, who's more likely to be a swimmer? I, I would vote for... Farley. Cocaine is the swimmer. Farley's just the conduit that cocaine uses to get from one part <laughs> to the other. I was going to say Billy the Kid because like, obviously he's athletic. Billy the Kid has never seen water before. He lives in the desert. Oh, he travels I'll to count, the coast. I'll count Chris Farley has swam before. Billy the Kid, I bet hasn't, has never <laughs> swam anywhere. I would be willing to make Billy that Billy the bet. Kid has never swam anywhere. He's probably walked through you, water, I'm but he's never gone swimming. It's Chris Farley. It's so easily Chris Farley. It's actually really funny because um, I was thinking of... Billy Joe, whoever the fuck he's Armstrong, yeah. Billy Joe Armstrong. Oh. That one. Wait, you, Billy the Kid, you were thinking. Yeah, yeah, too many Billys. You were thinking of not the Western Cowboy. No, the Green Day singer. You were thinking of the Green Day singer. (laughs) Well, you already voted him off. Exactly, but in my mind, he would theoretically beat Chris Farley in this challenge. But it's not a guy. Now, I'm going with. Chris Farley over to. Billy the Kid. Over, right. over the cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think y'all would convince me. All right, yeah. Farley. Billy the Kid, you're not the world's greatest American. You were a sleeper. Man, you made it this claw, far. Dudes. I'll tell you what. That's one of those 50% ABV white claws. That's right. It's half liquor, half claw. All right. Moving on to the next question brought to you by... I'm gonna skip Baby Driver because it's basically another Fast and Furious movie as sure, far as these sure. questions it's are concerned. Car driving. They just love that movie. It is great. Yeah, it's great. better than the. It was made for Jacob. Graduate soundtrack. Also, <laughs> skip the '70s King Kong because who cares? But you know, 
more likely to climb to the top of the Empire State Building yeah, than a woman hostage. <laughs> That's an interesting question. Um, who do you think would be more likely to respond positively to meeting versions of themselves from different universes? Like, not freaked out? Like, yes. Okay. Not freaked out, Try friendly, beneficent, generous, yeah. all that sort of thing. All right, so one through nine, Jacob. Seven and four. Ernest Hemingway or Ted Nugent? I both Not think, Ted Nugent. I, yeah, I think Not both of Ted them Nugent. would try to kill the other yeah. people. Well, that's very frightening <laughs> to those people. Well, one, because Ted Nugent... Well, all right, so Hunts Ernest... teens for sports? Yeah, yeah well... <laughs> Ernest Hemingway is an old man who yeah. the most technology he knew was the 1961. Sure. And Ted Nugent just acts like an old man all the time who, yeah. you know, politically yeah. and morally is around, alive in 1961. I feel like Hemingway would be like, finally, someone to talk to. You know what I mean? And I don't feel that Ted Nugent yeah. would feel that way. Yeah, I would go with that. And Hemingway could Hemingway over talk Nugent. himself yeah. forever. Yeah, that is true. Move into my house. All right, uh, Ted Nugent. You're not the world's greatest American. Moving on to the next question. Brought to you by myself. Um, okay. Let's see. My Sorry, my letterbox uh, went backwards a bit for some reason. Uh, most likely to survive all four jackass movies oh, wow. Whew. doing every stunt in every one of those okay movies. so they're doing everything they're doing everything yeah. and then the black mama kills them <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> one through eight um eight and two cody walls friend of the show <laughs> i can't believe he's gotten this far <laughs> without being mentioned yeah. or carrie fisher They go through some rough. I'm curious. What do you think Cody's? I mean, the fans know because he's been on several episodes. You don't know Cody. I'm going to leave it to you guys for that. He's, uh, you know, your everyman. When I think of Cody, I just think of his ability to cope through laughter. And you're just going to watch him laughing incessantly in the corner after he dealt with some seriously. (laughs) That is true. Just ridiculous, maniacal stunts. What is the roughest jackass thing that comes to mind for you? Because I I am not versed. Okay, I mean, there are. Like, I know what basically it is, but, like, when you think of that, must have hurt. Like, what comes to mind? Johnny Knoxville gets shot with a beanbag gun, he gets gored by a bull. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Fisher would be out. Yeah, I think she, I, it's, that's I not her it. fault. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> I would be out. I think she'd be knocked over. Yeah, too. I think Cody Walls would make it farther than yeah. Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. Damn, we gotta text him and say, "Hey, yeah. man, I mean, Carrie we, Fisher." Should well, we, we'll see if he becomes the winner. We'll yeah. yeah, he's pretty close at this point. At this point, all right. So Carrie One Fisher, seven. you're not the world's greatest American. And right now, to tell him he got to seventh place. It's going to go to his head. Maybe we never tell him, and maybe yeah. he do- he'll probably listen to this. Yeah, he'll <laughs> listen to the episode, man. you got to find out. Um, all right. Next question, Jacob. Who's more likely to become a blue angel and fly one of these fighter jets? Okay. Nick, one through seven. Four and one. Chris Farley. 
or Pat Monahan, the lead singer of Train. Uh. <laughs> it's Chris Farley. It is Farley. It's, okay. it's clearly Farley. <laughs> it's can clearly Farley. He can do everything. Clearly Farley. Oh my God. You have, right. to do, you have to study a lot to be a Blue Angel. <laughs> or, or... Just do a lot of cocaine. Pat Monahan is more of a dreamer. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pass He's a lot great at looking at clouds and dreaming. dreaming. Farley flies. Farley flies. Angel. Yeah. Farley could figure it out. I think he so. Could, could do, I, just, I just can picture him waving to the other captain from a blue... I just can picture I that. I Farley and Top Gun now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like that would be in. fucking epic. Yeah. Uh, Nick, question. Okay. Um, who is more likely... Oh, so we just voted for Chris Farley? <laughs> what, did you have anything to say about Pat, Pat, Pat Monaghan? It seems like he the, lost. The, the, parts, the part that I was saying is that Chris Farley, too drugged out, not going to stick with that program. So had Wait, to pass a but lot they just need to fly it, right? G4 they just need to fly shit. it. No, but you have to be able to... What was the question? Phrase the question again. ...to become a Blue Angel. So he's not just stealing the plane and flying it? No, you got to become a Blue Angel. Say the question again. Who is more likely to complete the training okay, I didn't hear and get the hired as a blue time. angel? I didn't. I, I think is, I just I wanted think that was a rephrasing of the question. No, I, no it I, really, I it's just more fidelity to the intention of the question. Yeah. So you're saying. Well, so you think Pat Monahan has more determination? I truly don't know who that guy is besides, <laughs> hey, Mr. <laughs> Mr., call me Soul Sister. That's not the lyrics, I, but okay. Exactly. <laughs> So that might like, be the title you, of the episode. So your, your, your argument is basically just that Farley's Farleyisms disqualify him from everything. Just because he's <laughs> on drugs, Pretty that's much. not fair. And that Pat Monahan, who you do not know, yeah. is <laughs> more like mainly my logic. Like, I that, don't know that Chris Farley can fit in the plane. Okay, does that? Change oh, Nikki, it for he can you? fit in the plane. Does that change it for you? I mean, no, I, I'm still voting for Chris Farley. I'll do it on principle that Farley I, has <laughs> the gumption for it. Because okay? Chris Farley is a smart guy. Pat Monahan when we're might starting also talking be a like, smart guy. Who's more likely? Well, that's the thing. Is like the question. It's just is he was a drug likely. addict. That's really the only. So was Carrie Fisher, and she was Superman. Yeah, and she was Superman. <laughs> exactly. I'll vote for Farley. Yeah, I gotta vote for Farley. Okay, my question. Um, Sorry, Mister Number One Train Fan in America, Jacob Biggs. <laughs> Pat Monahan's what, out, dude. What can I say? I love Pat Monahan. <laughs> number One Pat Monahan fan. Uh, I my question was. Um, who is more likely to meet someone that they initially hate, go on to have a wonderful friendship with them, and then eventually fall in love with them? Well, is this her when Sounds like my yeah. great relationship. Kaylee watches it every two weeks, and I will oh, watch great. it. It's a great, oh, it's lovely. It's a lovely movie. Film. It's a, Sorry, which movie? When Harry Met Sally. That is maybe Molly's favorite movie. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's, uh, it's fucking yeah. great. Who goes, like ambivalent to lovers in that way. That's what I'm saying. So, in... In Harry Met, like, who yeah, is more likely to meet someone they initially hate, uh-huh. have a great friendship with, and then fall in love with? Okay. That's not my question. I, I feel like Chris Farley's got it. <laughs> in the bag. Should I just go home? You know? <laughs> One through six, Jacob. One and two. Cody Walls or Edgar Allan Poe? <laughs> no! no. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Well, wait, so is this person doing the hating or they're meeting the woman that hates them, becomes they're, friends with well, them? Let's, let's assume, even though it's not true, that the, 
Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan's characters go through the same thing in the movie. So let's just, that's what I'm asking. Who is meeting someone that they're eventually going to fall in love with, but they start out being annoyed by them, have a great long friendship with them, and then fall in love with them? I think uh, Cody often hates things really quickly. Okay. So you think he's playing But then he warms up to him. I'll go with that based on that description, because I don't think, I can't see Edgar Allan Poe having a good friendship with anybody. Let no. alone... Well, but that's... Because it has to start with hate, right? Like, yeah. So that he hates this person like or someone no- hates this person. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, I'll... Cody's super passionate about his uh, perspectives a lot of the time. <laughs> that sounds very... And he hates that that I... Okay. <sighs> that fucking bastard. Uh, so... I would be more inclined to believe that Cody Walls could fulfill a When Harry Met Sally <laughs> situation. type situation more so than Edgar Allan Poe. If that's the yeah. question... That is the question. All right, then, Perfect. yep, yep, Cody Walls. Cody wins. Edgar Allan Poe, you're not the world's greatest American. My brain initially went to You've Got Mail, and then I realized oh, yeah. it was Harry Met Sally, <laughs> yeah. which I would like to amend is my favorite rom-com. Good movie. Yeah. You've, you've Got, got mail? mail? No, Oh, so you've got Molly's Molly's your wife's favorite, favorite movie. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a worse movie than she, I mean, when Harry Met Sally. Harry Met Sally. The, I mean, you got Mel's good, but when Harry Met Sally is like prime rom com. Yeah. Well, it's the definitive. You get it's yeah. Rob yeah. Reiner. Rob, Rob Reiner, dude. He doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. Yeah. Rob Reiner. <laughs> Princess Bride. Yeah. Spinal Tap. Um, stand by me. Awesome. And to All in the family. It only be the same consecutive. Anyway. Oh, see, that's how I'm gonna frame. How I get Molly to watch Stand By Me is like yeah. how it is. The it's the same, same director. It's only one dead body. Yeah. And there's a ton of like 50s in the movie. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next question. Uh, is that I me? It's you. Yeah. It's me. Wow. Yeah. Here we go. Um, most likely, who would. Uh, who would win a spelling bee? Oh, okay. Most likely to win a spelling bee. One through five, Nick. Four and two. Ernest Hemingway or Chris Farley? I got <laughs> it. Yeah, this is pretty damn. <laughs> that is not fair. Farley, you made it this far. <laughs> Hemingway gets that. Okay. Right, yeah, that's kind of tough. Like, we bullshit our way through the Blue Angels, <laughs> but we cannot say that. I mean, Farley he's so coked out, he's just going to be naturally good at it. <laughs> Sorry, Chris Farley, you had an amazing run. Yeah, an iconic, good. historic, in the in the context of the game, one of the longest runs. The streak. Honorary. American. Honorary American Chris Farley. You have to come back to the pod, Farley. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When you get to 32 shows, are you going to pit all the winners against each other? That's yes, that is that's, that's the thirty third, and we are going to try and bring back as many people from oh, the cool. original episode as possible. Yeah. You will get that in back. Cool. Who Farley. is more likely to streak at a major league sports event? Farley's out already. Fuck. We would have won it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Almost at it. Streak. Okay. One through four. Uh, three and four. Ernest Hemingway or Jack Kirby? Ernest Hemingway, because he drank drunk a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We never brought up at any point his drinking. Yeah. Which is a big part. No, the same way as like we didn't bring up Carrie Fisher had a coke nail on Return of the Jedi. That, you know, yes. I mean. And I guess we never brought up, you know, Chris Farley ever doing drugs ever. So I don't think we, that came we, around. We, yeah, we, yeah, we didn't mention that Weird. at all. Drugs are not mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> and drugs aren't very American. Um, so, Jack Kirby, you're not the world's greatest American. That's... There are three left. 
The final question is always who is the world's greatest American, but the penultimate question is asked by is Nick. Me? Oh, wow. You have the penultimate uh, question? The, street, right. the streaking question. Okay. I will keep it simple because we already did like a, a uh, like an airplane question, but who is more likely to hit on someone at a bar by singing you've lost that loving feeling? <laughs> a la Top Gun. <laughs> Oh Who is more likely to hit on someone at a bar by singing? You got it. You One through three, it. Jacob. Two and three. David Spade or Ernest Hemingway? David Spade is in this. Yeah, He's I, sleeper. I, I was, slept I the entire way. Sneaky. Sneaky. The you Spade must have submitted a lot of Americans. I did. He said submit a lot of Americans. And he I said, said like 20 women. Like David Spade or Ernest Hemingway? I would say David Spade. Which is crazy that he snuck this. Sing, I wow. No, I'm gonna say Hemingway. I am gonna say Hemingway for this. I mean, I think. Does he Hemingway, know what that song is? Well, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, hypothetically, the, the, he knows. The right? spirit of it is who's going to sing to a woman at a bar. I feel like that's David Spade. He just feels like this. Is he, does he ever get married? Like in, that, in a movie? Or no, like no, in, in, his, in real life. Oh. I, I feel like he's just kind of this uh, swinging bachelor who's always. Hitting on women. I think David. <laughs> is that a phone call from aforementioned Jimmy? Jimmy's calling me. Oh, okay. He's returning. Well, to I guess the pod. you. Can, yeah, he's coming back Let's, on the pod. I mean, he's back on the pod. Jimmy, ladies and gentlemen, how can I help you? <laughs> I'm back on the pod. You're he's, back. He's home. back on the pod for the further. Well, um, we have, we're in our second to last question. Who do you think is more likely to do the thing that I forgot that uh, we're talking about? Hit, wait, sing, you lost that love and feeling, the Top Gun song, at karaoke, to a woman. Ernest Hemingway or David Spade? Well, I've never hung out with Ernest Hemingway, but I can tell you for hands down, probably David Spade, just because he's of that era. I would also say Ooh, David Spade. But hot take. We presume, I think, that both would know are you, the song. Jimmy, are you implying that you've hung out with David Spade? Because you said you've never hung out with Ernest Hemingway, which might imply that you have hung out with David Spade. <laughs> which would help me in the argument. start this movie podcast <laughs> um so uh jimmy it sounds like you're leaning toward david spade i'm all in on david spade. all right i am too i gotta say i'm i'm leaning toward ernest hemingway i think hemingway is a little that. bit more likely to hit the romance in the bar I think we need a tiebreaker, so uh, Nick is going to call his fiance right now. So we're gonna have two phone calls on the pod. Unprecedented, two, two Un phone calls. Unprecedented, a world's greatest American first. Jimmy, you're committed now. I don't know if you realize that. Hi, hon. 
You're on the. Give me a second. Okay, you're on the pod. Live. Hold on, honey. Give me a sec. Okay. (laughs) What's she doing at eleven (laughs) forty? That's what I need to know. Probably nothing. Watching when Harry met Sally. I mean, Uh, can you be on the pod for a second? (laughs) (laughs) So we're down to we have a question for you, and you're the tiebreaker. It's a tiebreaker. It's important. Okay. Christ. Okay. (laughs) Um. Who is more likely to sing You've Lost That Loving Feeling to a Woman at a Bar? Uh, do you think it's David Spade or Ernest Hemingway? He's hitting on a woman through this uh, pro- process, by the way. I'm, th- I'm thinking very hard about how much I know about David Spade <laughs> and realizing how little I know about Ernest Hemingway as well. Um, it is absolutely David Spade. Oh. Hey. But you know about Ernest Hemingway. No, no, you've already you, voted. It's okay. Good you've job, already, Kaylee. Kate is very happy. You did it. Said David Spade. Mission accomplished. All right, I'll call you later, hon. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. I love you. All right. All right damn. So now the final question is who's the world's greatest American David Spade or Cody Walls <laughs> <laughs> Cody really snuck his way to the top no that would be crazy though if I, I alright so you know what out of spite for that last game when for no reason he just shat on M. Night Shyamalan and supported George Bush <laughs> over M. Night Shyamalan yeah. I am intentionally voting against Cody Walls on air you heard it here first he's gonna listen to this podcast I mean, didn't when Miguel was on the pod, didn't he get to like second place as well? Miguel did make it far. I don't know if he got the maybe, second. Maybe like top three. Yeah, he was. He made it far. I don't know if he made it to the final question. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go with David Spade I'm out gonna, of spite, solely out of spite. Uh, I'll vote for good reasons. David Spade is positive. He speaks very highly of another person we talked a lot about on this pod, Chris Farley, great friend true. of Farley. Great friend. He is a great Disney character. As Emperor's New, Emperor's New Groove, one of the great Disney and, classics. Uh, he is great in Tommy Boy, which is another great Also movie. true. So I don't think there's a thing I can think of wrong with David Spade. Okay. What I will have to say is that uh, Cody Walls is quick to a laugh, quick to a joke, quick to support his friends, and show it's, up late night at podcasts even when he yeah. has busy other agendas. Except he didn't do that today. Not tonight, but <laughs> generally so. so. he can win on um, another he also, he's sort of a very handy guy. When you think about somebody you might call for help, you think of Cody Walls because he knows how to fix stuff. All right. All of those things are true, but he was not in Tommy Boy. He is not in Tommy Boy, but I can also say that Cody, if if it's going down, Cody will be there for you. And can we say the same of David Spade? Uh, I mean, he'd be there for Adam Sandler. Which is, we're like Cody's Adam Sandler. I mean, it's about as close as it gets. Yeah, we're pretty close to Adam. But is that Sandler. a positive thing? You know, I mean, you know, what I'm saying about what David Spade does for Adam Sandler. Well, I don't think either Cade or myself could be Cody's Adam Sandler by ourselves. We would have combined forces. Yeah, he would do. Yeah, exactly. Where David Spade just needs one Adam Sandler, Cody Walls needs two. I think but there is only one at all. Emmer's new group because is really how many how much how many people, children or otherwise, has David Spade through his performance as Cusco made laugh and comforted yeah. and just had a general Agreed. great time with? All right, 
Do we need does anyone want to vote for Cody Walls? Jacob, is Jimmy still on the line? <laughs> Jimmy, do you I'm want to vote for Cody Walls? Or Dave? Land on Walls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you want you don't want to vote for David Spade? No, I'll continue my vote for David Spade. Okay, so he's <laughs> voting for David Spade. I think he might not realize we're on a new question, though. No, it's, okay, Jimmy, the question is, who's the world's greatest American, Cody Walls or David Spade? Well, who's Cody Walls? <laughs> <laughs> you can just listen to my whole monologue? <laughs> he ignored you. I'm Googling who Cody Walls is. He's, he's the CEO <laughs> He's uh he Cody. might be one of our personal amigos. He was supposed to be on the podcast tonight. He was the guy. He was the no show. But he he's didn't not. show up. He's not. He didn't oh, make Jesus it. Jesus Christ! We we're 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 versing a no show version. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, <laughs> Jimmy. No, dude. Can't think. No, there's no contest. It's definitely David Spade. <laughs> David Spade. David Spade. David Spade. We didn't even need the tiebreaker, and we still asked Jimmy, and he just tilted the scales. Uh, all right, David Spade, you're the world's greatest American. The greatest American of all time would be there. We, yeah, exactly. That is a great point, Jimmy. The the world's greatest American would show up to the podcast. You oh. know that if he had shown up to the podcast, you probably wouldn't have made it this far. In some by some twist of fate. He would have been eliminated. He would have made it. He would have done it. Well, thank you all for being on the podcast. This was a blast. It was a pleasure. Love to have you all back. Um, and uh, Jimmy, hope your cats are okay. Sorry you had to leave early, but thanks for calling back in and joining for the rest of the uh, evening. Um, and we, we hope... I'm firmly committed to being the greatest American. Okay, great. Well, you can submit your name for next time. So I'll vote for him. Now that uh, yeah yeah, just add your name to the uh, list on the Facebook page, and uh, mm-hmm. then then show up and argue on your behalf. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Sounds post. good. All right. Well, thank you all for being on the show. This was a great app. Uh, we have all been the world's greatest American panel, and we will see you next time, America. <laughs>